What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. My name is Mitch Casey. Today we are doing a 20-team mock draft going through the deeper leagues today. Let's go. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at BallBoysNBA and on Instagram at BallBoysFantasyBasketball. Today, I am going solo. I am uh, first podcast on my own, so uh, unfortunately, the uh, the talents of the guru himself, uh, Callum Mack, will not be joining us today. He's, he's enjoying a, a long weekend up the coast, hitting the waves, but today we're doing a 20 team mock draft today. I've been kind enough to be uh, invited by the great Josh Lloyd, a few other big names. Uh, Adam King from Hootball is in this draft as well. So just going to be going with a bit more of a relaxed format here today, um, going through a 20-team deep league draft. And, and I'm picking from pick eight in the draft today. So the, the draft is off and running. Uh, Steph Curry, James Harden, Jokic, 3-2-1, all pretty standard. Now, um, your deeper leagues here, obviously the first pick is of huge significance here because you're obviously going to get fewer chances. I'm at pick eight, so roughly 20 to 22 um, picks between my spot here. So at pick eight, I've got a few players highlighted, Towns, Durant, and Tatum. You could go a few different ways with your first pick and changing of your thought at different um, depths of the draft here. You could think that you want to go conservative because you you know your pick is even more important. I'm of the mindset that you take the player that is best available and for me I didn't expect him to be here but I'm going to be taking 
Luka Doncic at pick eight here. Okay, see what we go there. I think we're going to get some good punch strategies going at pick eight. I like him there. Uh, normally, I would expect him to go higher in drafts, but these are obviously smart drafters here. I think he's the seventh or eighth best player in fantasy basketball. Uh, I'm tossing up between him and Kevin Durant at pick seven and pick eight, but at pick eight, I just get the guy who's left over. So... Tatum was also under consideration there, but I think that his per-game numbers are going to be a little bit further back. He's the more conservative pick, but I think in a 20-team league draft, this is my philosophy anyway, I feel like you've got to be just a bit more aggressive. You've got to throw caution to the wind a little bit more. Not go crazy. You don't want to just completely just go overboard, but I think taking the risks on guys a bit earlier in a 20-team league draft is a bit more important because you've got 19 other players or teams that you're going up against instead of just the normal 11. So, you know, it's more likely that you're, you're not going to win. So you've got to make those those riskier picks. You've got to take those those bigger jumps. And speaking of risky picks, we've got Zion Williamson going at pick 11, which, to be honest, I actually don't hate. If he's going to be your first player in a 20-team leaguer, if you take away his free throw percentage... He, he is a top, basically, 10 player in the league. So, look, it's probably a little early when you've got players like Anthony Davis, Paul George, Bradley Beal on the board. I would be picking him more at, like, 14 in a 20-team league draft. But I'm not super mad at it. There are question marks with a few other of those guys. I definitely would have taken Paul George ahead of him if you're worried about Davis and a Bradley Beal. But we'll see how this all this all goes out. Um, While we're going here, guys... oh. We've had something happen to the draft here. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Might just have to reload the screen there. Um, but yeah, if you guys are listening along here, make sure you give the video a thumbs up. Be kind to me. My first time doing a, a solo podcast. So so let me know how I'm doing. Um, I reckon we can get this video on YouTube to... What do we reckon? 100 likes. 100 likes on the video. That's our target, guys. So if you're lo- watching along here... See if we can uh, see if we can get a hundred likes on the video. Okay, the draft is back up and running. I think everyone timed out a bit there. Everyone seems to be joining back in. All right, Paul George at fourteen. Trey Young ahead of Paul George. Yep, can't really get around that. I feel like Paul George is a consensus top thirteen player, and Bradley Bill at fifteen. So, few surprises there with Trey Young and Zion Williamson going inside the top thirteen. I I, I think that those guys should be after those pick 13. In our most recent video, the the pairings video, I think that there is a consensus top 13. Uh, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Davis, Embiid, all those guys sort of going towards the end there. Uh, My next player would be your Jimmy Butlers or your Trey Youngs, Fred Van Vliet, Zion in a punt free throw percentage build, you could say, but with the foot injuries, I'm a little bit more concerned. But like I said, in a draft like this, I think you've got to take a bit of a risk. And then you've got a whole bunch of guys there. Um, so, Rudy Gobert at pick 18 for Josh Lloyd. Interesting strategy, potentially going with a bit of a, uh, a heavy punt points free throw percentage build, which I actually don't mind in a, in a draft like this. I think the punt points strategy is, is more viable because a lot of people are going to be looking after that category. Again, you've, it's one of those categories you can get really caught up in. So potentially you're going with a punt points threes free throw percentage build there, Josh. We'll see. See what happens on his next pick. B's dick is up. And then we've got Adam King with back-to-back picks to end the first round here. Shorter timer on this one. Obviously, we've got 45 seconds, so picks should be coming hard and fast. Demontis Sabonis going at 19 there. 
Fred Van Vliet's going at 20 to Adam King, probably looking at his punt free field goal percentage view. Fred Van Vliet at 20 is huge value, in my opinion. I feel like he is a clear top 15 or 16 player. Obviously, the field goal percentage sucks, but as soon as you turn that field goal percentage off, if you punt that category, uh, I feel like you are you are getting a top 5-ish player, potentially, maybe as low as a top 10 player. But yeah, especially when you have that, that punt field goal percentage on, you're looking pretty good. All right, what have we got here? And Zach Levine to go with Fred Van Vliet. Strong start by Adam King. I, I like those those two selections there. I think they're, they're, they're pretty strong. So when the pick comes back around to me, I'm going to be looking at a bit of a punt free throw percentage build. Now, we'll see who gets back to me to pair with Luca. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get someone like a LaMelo Ball. Let's see. Let's start to fill up my queue here. LeBron's going to be there. Um, who else are we going to maybe? Maybe a Jalen Brown might be good. I do need to get some defensive stats to cover for Luca's lack of defensive stats. So hopefully Bam would be there. We'll have to see. Maybe Clint Capella might be someone that I look at pairing with Luca. Bam goes at 23. Bam, it's a bit, bit later for Bam than I would have thought. However, I, I don't mind it. A, a few of the other guys that's gone ahead of him I would agree with. Let's scroll back through this draft. Nothing too crazy so far. I think I think those those early Zion picks and the and the Trey Young picks early probably the biggest surprise. Not something that I would do, but not not outrageous. Not something completely. Ah, there goes Lamelo Ball. I was probably wishful thinking on my my behalf that he was going to get back to me at pick thirty three. Oh, these deep league drafts—you never sort of get what you want. You've got to sort of sit back and wait and see how you go. Hope you guys are all doing well with your your fantasy preseason. By the way, it's um it's getting pretty close now. Only only a, a couple of weeks, just over a couple of weeks before the NBA kicks off. Things are starting to happen. Obviously, one of the big news today is uh, Andrew Wiggins has got the vaccine, so he is someone who was going to be missing forty three or forty one games uh, in, in the season, but no longer will be needing to worry about that. So he's back on the draft boards. Gee, Shea's gone. Donovan Mitchell's gone. Michael Porter Jr. at 27. I think he was a player who was getting really hyped inside the second round. I'm happy to see him go you know, closer towards 30 in drafts these days. I've seen him come back a little bit. I think that's more where he should be going. I, I think he's definitely a third-round pick, but I don't necessarily think that he should be getting the, the as high as the second round inside that top 25. I think he's closer to 30 in my estimation. And with the risk of the, the COVID vaccination news and all that sort of stuff, I, it just more solidifies my opinion that he's he's more of a third-round guy. Um, but yeah, at 27, I think he's fine, especially um, depending on your punt strategy. If you're a punt assist build, then you could definitely get some really good value there. Uh, and the, in the 20 team leagues, you've got to be really strong on your on your builds and make sure you make sure you lock that strategy in early because there's a lot more competition out there, a lot more strong uh, GMs out there. Getting close to my pick now. I'm really hoping now LeBron James makes it to me. I could even pair a Russell Westbrook with the Luka, although I'm, I'm not a big Westbrook fan of, as I'm well documented in the past. I think, I think I'm hoping Clint Capella or LeBron James here. Those are my two... Two players that I'm hoping to get back. It looks like I'll get one of them. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Okay, I get a choice. 
Now, I'm going to be very aware of my blocks, but I think the pairing of LeBron James and Luka is something that I really like the beginnings of in my draft. Strong points, strong rebounds, strong assists. I'm going to be fairly decent in three-pointers for a punt free throw percentage build, which is important. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one there. And LeBron's being selected in my shooting guard position, which, I don't know, you you tell me. <laughs> when does LeBron ever play shooting guard? I don't know. Um, but he's sitting there for now. LeBron James at 33. I think that's really good value. I think that, you know, he's still he's still the king. He's still going to be putting up big points. Yes, Russell Westbrook's going to be there, but he's LeBron James. He's not taking a second second seat to anyone. He, you're sure, he'll probably drop a little bit in rebounds and points, but those assists are still going to be there, I believe. I think he's still going to have good field goal percentage, which is going to help out my Luka Doncic pick. Um, the threes will be there. Low, low steals and blocks, which is uh, definitely my concern. Potentially, I might look to, to punt the steals a bit later. Maybe focus in on the blocks or pick one of the two. Probably blocks is probably more likely my, my thing than a punt free throw build. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. See, see how we go here. All right, let's have a look here. Jalen Brown going at 36. I'm a big Jalen Brown fan this year. I think he's um, I think he's going to be pretty good. As a Celtics fan, I think he's going to take an uptick in assists and points. We saw him go off last year in, in the absence of Kyrie Irving. and Oh, sorry, not Kyrie Irving. Kemba Walker. Chris Middleton at 38. Brandon Ingram at 37. All pretty stock standard. DeAndre Ayton at 35. Uh, I don't know. And Kyrie Irving at 32, I did brush over that one. And Jaron Jackson Jr. at 31. A, cu- a couple of surprising picks back-to-back there. Kyrie Irving at 32 is too early for me. Look, there's a little bit more optimism since the news of the Andrew Wiggins that maybe some of these unvaccinated guys are going to come around. And, and I share that optimism. However, I just think it's a lot to bank on. And I guess in a 20-team league, you want to take that risk. And if it doesn't work out, well, then you're done. But if it does, you, you put yourself right in the chance of being very competitive in this league. But... I don't know. I feel like there's still, at this point, you know, in the 30s, there's still there's still some good players available. I think, I think you could get there. Jar Morant going 41st, too early for me. He's he's not a category league guy, and this is a category uh, league draft. So I think, yeah, he, he's probably, look, that's his ceiling. And I think, sure, he could breach the 41st value, but, yeah, especially like this guy who's just gone, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I would 100%. 100 times out of 100, I would take De'Aaron Fox over someone like a, a Jar Morant. He's going to get more points. He, the assists are going to be very similar. De'Aaron's going to get way more steals. The threes are going to be there. Uh, the field goal percentage is better. Um, I, I just think, yeah, De'Aaron Fox, 10 times out of 10, I'm taking him over a Jar Morant. And I think he's one of the biggest steals in the draft. Um, probably fools thinking that he was going to get back to me at the next pick. Clint Capella, fuck, that's my guy. That's who I wanted. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to have to look at these blocks really seriously now. Am I considering someone like a Robert Williams? That's someone who I do need to take into consideration. Miles Turner. Damn, well, there goes Robert Williams off the board. Maybe a Nurkic is someone who I'm considering. At pick 48, I don't mind Yusuf Nurkic. I think he's going to be pretty good in the blocks and he's going to get some steals from the big man so which which might be valuable for me I probably prefer his overall value compared compared to a Miles Turner even though Miles Turner is going to give me stronger blocks those are my two I'm hoping I get the decision between as I come up although Russell Westbrook is starting to look very 
tempting here, but I do need to look after my my defensive stats, and Westbrook's not going to give me that. I've got plenty of points, assists, and rebounds, so I'll probably, I probably will pass on Westbrook, and maybe if he's there at the next turn, although I doubt it, I'll, I'll select him there, but I need to look after these defensive stats, and I think Nurkic and Turner are going to be the selections here, unless I've completely forgotten about someone else. Draymond Green is an interesting one, although I'm still... I am trying to be competitive in points, so... No, I think I think Nurkic is going to be my pick here. I think he's going to have a big bounce-back season, so... and. Look, again, good assists from the big man position, solid rebounds. I think you're going to get good steals and blocks from him. So I think that's going to be my selection there. Looking after my defensive stats, which I needed at this point with Luca and LeBron at the start of, the, uh, of my, my team here. So, all right, so we're, pick, we're 50 picks in. And there goes Russell Westbrook, pick 49. Look, I actually think this is a good spot for Russell Westbrook. This is about where I'd be considering him, especially if you're punting the free, uh, the free throw percentage category. This is this is exactly where I would want to get Westbrook. And as you heard, I was considering him. Um, in most drafts, he's not going to get this late. He's, he's usually going in the second round. But I think that's a mistake. I think that that is someone who, yeah, you could cost you a fair bit. I see him being a big risk early in drafts. Lonzo Ball is off... The board at pick 50, I think that's a solid pick. I do love me some Lonzo. Being the ball brothers, we've got to, we've got to look out for the ball boys. Um, all right, let me have a look at some players. Now, my threes, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look after my threes. We'll see how we go. Normally with a punt free throw percentage, you naturally punt the threes as well. I probably do want to look after it just to distinguish myself from maybe that Giannis team. I'm trying to remember who took Giannis. Let me go back. So Giannis was taken by Trong. Let's have a look at his team. See if he's punting the free throw. And so he's got Brandon Ingram there. I'm probably beating him in three-pointers. He's got the Clint Capella, so that sucks. Okay, so yes, probably yeah, losing out to him. But I'm, I'm definitely beating him in assists there as well. So he probably is low on steals also. So I might also be able to get him there. I always do like to keep an eye on teams that are punting similar categories to me just to make sure that I'm ahead of them in a few distinct categories. I think that that's, that is something important to keep an eye on, although in a 20-team league, it is pretty hard because there's so many other teams. You do lose track on, on how, how people are going. We've got Joshy Lloyd coming up here with his uh, third and fourth picks. Be interested to see how he goes. I think, obviously, this is uh, his league. So he's doing a podcast on his channel. So definitely go check out his channel. Or maybe you're coming over from his channel. He'll probably get his video up before I will. Uh, but this is just my perspective on the 20-team league draft. DeMar DeRozan at 57, too early for me. I'm not a big DeRozan fan this year. I think he's going to be one of the biggest sufferers and biggest drop-offs from last year. So I would want to get him outside 65. I think I think players like CJ McCollum is on the board. Ben Simmons is still on the board. Jeez, I would love him to come around to me. I would love me some Ben Simmons to come back around to me. Draymond Green, I'm eyeing off as well. Derek White, that's very on ball, on brand for Josh Lloyd. I don't know. I think it's a bit high for me. I, I'd want to get more value out of Derek White if I was Josh, but I don't know. It could work out. Who's he got so far? Bam, Gobert, and Derek White. Interesting. Looks like he went with the the big guys early. Maybe he's punting threes and free throw percentage points. So he needed those assists. Bam gets him some from the the center position. CJ McCollum at 59. That's awesome value in my opinion. I think that that's a great pick. 
Bees Dick. Well done, Bees Dick. All right, who have we got here? Okay, Adam King's on the board for back-to-back picks. Very interested to see how the hoop ball zone Adam King goes. From memory, he took a couple of guards early in Zach Levine and Fred Van Vliet. So maybe he wants to get a three-point shooting. Although I think he, Adam seems to love the, the, the big man punt. So he's probably looking at more guards here. Yep, right on brand. Darius Garland. At pick 60, I like it. If I was Adam, I'd be looking at Draymond Green as well. Terry Rozier is another one I'd be looking at if I was if I was Adam. Kyle Lowry's on the board. D'Angelo Russell, interesting. So four guards, very on brand for Adam King. He loves his guards. It must be his favorite punt strategy. Uh, so we'll see how we go. D'Angelo Russell at 61. Lots of picks between selections here. Miles Turner at 62. Miles Turner at 62. That's awesome value. He was a he was the top fifteen player for early stretches of the season last year. Obviously, huge blocks, and that is probably more than likely to come down. If anything, it probably won't get any higher. But at sixty two, that's awesome. Someone who can give you block shots, good free throw percentage. Fair bit of value going on in this draft. Uh, a lot of people are in very strong punt builds in the twenty team leagues. But um, let's scroll back through. Mikael Bridges went at fifty two. I think that's really high for Mikael Bridges. He's probably there in a roto league, but not in a head to head league. Who else went early? OG at forty seven's fine. Yeah, John Morant was the other one. But otherwise, yeah, pretty pretty good picks. There you go. Draymond Green at 64. Shit, wanted him to come back to me. And Isaiah Stewart taken by Josh Lloyd. So I, Josh Lloyd loading up on those big guys. It's going to be an issue for me. Few, what have we got? Seven picks till me. Let's start to think about who I'm after here. So I'm still probably after some, some shot blocking. Ben Simmons would be awesome if he makes it to me. Still some... Soured notes, some some bad vibes with Ben Simmons. It's not it's not at the point yet where I'm worried about Ben Simmons missing a huge chunk of time. Um, if it's still like this, maybe a week out, then I start to get a bit nervous. But I, I've got to think that at some point early in the season is going to be resolved. He misses maybe one or two weeks max, and for me, that's at this point in the draft, like he is insane value in a punt free throw percentage build. Um, now I'm trying to be somewhat competitive in threes, so Ben Simmons doesn't help me out there, but he's going to help my defensive stats in those steals, which Luca doesn't, and LeBron doesn't either, so someone who I definitely will consider if he makes it back to me, and uh, I think he will be my pick if he does make it back to me. Who else? I've got to have some backups. Let's have a look. Some backups at this point. It starts to get a bit ugly here. It definitely starts to get a bit ugly here. I don't want Mitchell Robinson. Yaka Pertle. This is where that big big man run comes in. All the bigs are coming off the board very quickly. Ben Simmons, are you going to make it to me? Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Come to me, Ben. Baldy's, Baldy's success. Oh, okay. The success. Don't take Ben Simmons from me. He's an Aussie. He deserves to come to my team. Come on, make your pick. Mitchell Robinson. Okay, excellent. I'm going to be taking the Aussie Ben Simmons. And I think this is an awesome, awesome pick for me. I pick 73, Ben Simmons. Come to me, please. Thank you very much. So I am looking amazing in rebounds, assists. My steals are looking good now. My field goal percentage is awesome. 
Um, so I'm looking very strong in a few different categories. It's just trying to make sure I get... Blocks are going to be hard to come by, so I'm probably going to need to look at some blocks. Maybe I can get some good three streamers late in the draft, but I think my next category target... Oh, and Terry Rozier at 74. Awesome value as well. Oh, someone's giving me a little little pump up on my, on my selection there. They must have liked it. Thank you very much, uh, Lunatique, for that uh, sign-off on my pick. Yeah, Terry Rozier at 74. Terry Rozier is definitely one of Callum's boys. I'm less high on him, but at 74, that is awesome value here. And Karis Levert goes next. Uh, remember, Karis Levert is dealing with that broken back, so I think this is a bit too early for him. If it wasn't... For the injury, yes, this is a fine selection for him, but with that injury, I'm, I'm not as interested with, with him. I've got Ben Lunatic, and he's going to be on my team. I'm liking my team so far. I think this has worked out pretty good for me. I've I'm, I'm, I'm got a lot, of, a lot of guards here which suit my build, so I probably need to fill out with a few of these big guys in these next few rounds. Looking for a few of these big guys. Brooke Lopez, I might highlight. Jakob Pertl was one of the last reliable big men on the board yet. PJ Washington, I'm going to highlight. Jarrett Allen, I don't mind. He's probably going to get good minutes over there in Cleveland. Fuck, he just went. Yep, here's the big man run. It gets a bit dicey. So I'm at pick 88, and then my next pick after that is going to be a pick 113. So I'm going to have to probably reach here. Kevin Porter Jr. is on the board, though. This is where you get tempted. But I think you've got to stick to your guns here. I need someone who is going to give me some good blocks. Let's have a look. Is it too early to reach for Daniel Gafford? A pick 88. It prob- it, oh, look, it could be. It could be too early. Do I have are my points strong enough? LeBron and Luca. Ben hurts, but I'm hoping Ben actually increases his scoring a little bit this year. Daniel Gafford, Brooke Lopez. Do I get Brooke for the threes? Evan Mobley's there, though. I don't necessarily know. This is where I start to become a bit unsure. The bigs really dry up, so I definitely need to go that direction. Do want to highlight Nerlens Noel for later in the draft? I think he's going to be awesome value. Do I even go on Nerlens Noel? Maybe I'll play the ADP game and try to get him a bit later. I think. I think that's what I'll try to do. Maybe he'll be available. Pick 113. Although this is a good draft here. Lots of lots of fantasy fanatics in this draft. Uh, Miles Bridges is there. He's someone I like at this point. Andrew Wiggins is obviously still there. He could give me some blocks from the shooting guard position, although it's probably not enough to move the needle. I'm looking at either Brooke Lopez or Daniel Gafford. Okay, well, that makes the decision for me. Daniel Gafford at 87. Look, Brooke Lopez, it's a pretty boring pick. Or do I go the upside and Evan Mobley? I I just don't love the Lowry marketing situation, the... Uh, the Allen situation. He probably will be good down the stretch. I need those blocks, though. I need those blocks. He's going to help me out with my threes, which are suffering a little bit with Nurkic and Simmons' last couple of selections. It's a boring pick, but in a deep league, you've, you've got to get those boring players. So I'm, I'm going to get Brook Lopez here. It's the big man run. You've got to get the centers in soon. He's going to give me blocks. He's going to give me threes. 
I'm already really solid in rebounds in my guards, so I can take a hit with a with a center that doesn't give me rebounds. I just needed those blocks. And Evan Mobley goes a couple picks later. So, yeah, shit. Okay, now I'm going to have to... Okay, we're going to have to go highlight a few guys who I'm hoping are going to come back to me at pick 100. What did I say? 113. It's a long way. It is a long way. Nolan's Noel is my number one guy. I'm hoping that he gets back to me. Mo Bamba. Need to get those shot blockers. I want to be competitive in that category because it's it's one of those categories that's it's concentrated in a few players. It's concentrated in a few players. Derek Favors. I don't love Derek Favors. I don't want to select him at that point in the draft. Even Bamba's probably a little bit early. I can't have the blinkers on though. There's someone if not, if someone's screaming out to me, Jalen Suggs I like. Although nope, he just went. At 95, I just put him in my queue for a half a second, and then he's gone. Mm. Larry Nance. Jonathan Isaac, actually. He's someone I should be keeping an eye on. This league does have a few IR spots. Yes, okay, so I'm hoping, I'm actually hoping that Jonathan Isaac or Nerlens Noel come back to me. It may be wishful thinking. There's a lot of keen enthusiasts. I bet, I bet you Josh Lloyd's probably looking at these guys with his big man team. But we'll see how we go. Josh Lloyd is Nearly on the clock. Look at him. He's got all these big guys. He missed that big man run. Got in there early. He's lacking assists. I've got him on the assists. Probably got him on the points too. Steals. I might have him there too. Yeah, probably got him on the steals with Ben Simmons. It's tough. It's tough with these 20 league teams, especially after the draft. It's tough to know where you sit. Let's have a look at what Yahoo thinks. Yahoo will have the standings here. A lot of strong field goal percentage. Josh Lloyd looking up there. I just took a hit with Jalen Green. He's after some points. The rebounds I'm very strong in. Blocks, I'm towards the top. Steals, I'm towards the top. Assists, towards the top. So I'm, I'm, I'm at the top in the categories that I'm trying to look after. Turnovers, I'm awful in. Free throws, I'm awful in. That's okay. Threes... Not the best. Points, middle of the pack. So maybe I'm looking at getting some points in threes. Or do I just consolidate and try and get these big man stats? It's at this point... Oh, there goes Jonathan Isaac by B's dick. Fuck! B's dicks, we're making some good, good selections here. Have a look at his team. Where are you, B's dick? Here you go. Yeah, look, some good value. I remember he got good value in that Miles Turner... Jonathan Isaac, CJ McCollum was a good value pick. Yeah, you're doing all right, Beast Dick. I like your team. Larry Markin going to Adam King, so that's his uh, center position taken care of there, although he's sitting in his power forward spot. Yahoo doesn't adjust those. Just like my LeBron James shooting guard. See if he goes to another wing. Probably needs another forward here. Um, although Zach Levine can act as a forward for Adam, which is probably why he's at 101st, Tyrese Maxey. Wow. Okay. I think that's really early. I like Tyrese Maxey. I think he's in for a potential breakout season, but at 101, that's too high for me. I think I think he's one of your last two or three round pick selections, probably close at 130. Look, ballsy, and you've got to take swings in this draft, but uh, yeah, no, nah, I think there's better players available at this point. You know, Jordan Clarkson, Sadiq Bey, uh 
I'll take it back on Jordan Clarkson, but there's there's other players here. Reggie Jackson, who's we know is going to be solid. I'd rather take a swing on DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, I can't can't say get around that pick there, Adam, but I do like me some Tyrese Mackey. Josh Giddy's another one. Josh taking the Josh there. Big assists. Late late run at a at assist there there by Josh Lloyd. Who have we got? Aidens, human beings. Let me know how you guys are, are enjoying the mock draft so far. First time me going on my own, so I'm sorry if you're getting sick of my voice and uh, you're missing the guru's take here, but um, give us a thumbs up if you're enjoying it. And also, make sure you give ourselves a, um, a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts. We're getting a lot of new people in here, and it's, it's really awesome to see all you guys here. Love having a chat with all you guys. Shoot me a DM on Instagram, on Twitter. Hit us up in the comments on YouTube. We try to get to as many as we can because we, we love talking fantasy hoops, so... No issues with that, and we want to create a nice, good atmosphere, which I've been I've enjoying a lot so far. You guys are, are really cool people that are listening along, so haven't had any real dramas, some disagreements, but no arguments, which is always nice to see on, on YouTube. Um, not, not something that we always can count on. All right, back into the draft. What have we got? Spencer Dinwiddie, 106. I think that's a good selection for Spencer Dinwiddie. I was lower than him. I thought he'd be going higher than this, but at 106, that's, that's fine. Big assists, big points. Sure, he doesn't give you steals and, you know, percentages are pretty shit, but at this point of the draft, I think that's worth it. And if your team can accommodate for that, I'm very happy with that. All right, Nerlens Noel, come to me. Can you survive four more picks? I'm not confident. I am not confident. RJ Barrett, I think, is coming into my range. Kyle Anderson for the steals and assists. Where does he fit in the Memphis rotation? It's always a weird rotation over there in Memphis. Hmm. What am I going to do? I've got a couple of centers. Do I need Do I need to get some more points and threes to be competitive there? Or am I just going to give up on them? This is the question that I'm trying to have at the moment. Do I give up on points and threes? I probably don't want to give up on points, to be honest. Maybe I give up on threes. So RJ Barrett should score a good amount of points. Hmm. Nolan's Noel is going to be really good value here, I think, if I can get him at, at this point. And it might be enough for me to decide to punt those points categories. Mitchell Robinson's out with an injury at the moment, so we we could get an extended run of... Big minutes, Nerlens, and he might steal the job away from Mitch Robinson. You guys know that I'm not a big Mitch Rob fan. So, one pick. And if Nerlens Noel is here for me, I think I've got to take him. I think I have to take him. I need those steals, and I need those blocks. He's going to give me awesome rebound. My rebounds are going to be super strong. So, after this point, I can then relax on some of the big guys and start to pick out some good point scorers. Uh, maybe look to see if I can get some of those assists and things like that. We'll see. Mo Bamba goes off the board. Yeah, I think I have to take Nerlens here. Or do I? Hmm. I don't think either of these players are coming back to me. Huh. I think I'm very skeptical of Mitchell Robinson. Look, if you like Mitchell Robinson, I think he's going to come back and just come back straight into the starter. I don't think you take this situation, but I think there's a chance Nellens can take the uh, take the role from him. So I'm, I'm taking Nellens Noel at 113. I need those steals. I need those blocks. My defensive stats are looking really strong now, 
with Ben Simmons, Nerlens, Nurkic, Brook Lopez to complement the points, rebounds, and assists that LeBron and Luka gave me. Okay, here we go. So now, now I've got those defensive stats locked up. Jordan Poole, shit. Okay, 114. He's, he's flying in. I was hoping he was going to be available at 128. Not to be. Okay, 114. Jordan Poole, I don't know. I, Wiggins is now back. So that sours me a little bit more on Jordan Poole. I, th- I still think he's got limited value. He's, he's got an expiration clock. And in a 20-team league, you're not necessarily looking at your flies at this point yet. You, got, you want guys that are solid contributors. You don't necessarily want the upside swings just yet. You want the solid contributors. So I think that's a bit early on Jordan Poole, although he is a guy that I do like, and I like him as a last-round pick. But in a 20-team league, it's different. You've got you've to get solid production. We haven't even filled out our starting roster yet. When you get to those last bench, then you're taking swings. You're taking these guys that could potentially be something. Maybe on your last couple of roster spots on the starting roster, you do that, but... There's an expiration clock on Jordan Poole's fantasy value, in my opinion. Although I do like him. Tim's ha- not happy that Poole went. I'm fine. If, if, you, if you're taking him at that point in the draft. Jada McDaniels. Oh, there's my guy. Maybe that's someone who I should have selected over Nerlens. I'm having a little bit of regrets there. Jada McDaniels, 116. Look, he was probably more lucky that he was going to get back to me than Nerlens. But, hmm, yeah, maybe an oversight for me on that point of view. Although, Nerlens' per-minute production is very elite compared to Jaden's. Jaden's probably going to get more minutes throughout the entire season. But if Nerlens was to, to lock in that starting role, then, then he's going to be an absolute steal at 113. Absolute steal. All right, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing here? Let's see how we're going. Who am I looking at for my next pick? We're still still about nine picks away from me. If RJ Barrett comes back to me, he's, he is coming onto my team. Oh, and there he goes. I have this... Is that like the third or fourth time where I've spoken about someone and immediately he's gotten picked? I mean, it's pretty fair. At 119, RJ deserves to be selected at that point. Definitely deserves to be selected at that point. Who am I looking at here? Let's start to get a bit of a list going. Have to scroll down a little bit, see who is available. It gets a bit ugly at this point. Now, normally I'd be liking Markel Fultz, but with the injury and because it's a deeper league, I still need solid production, so I'm not going to be selecting him this early. DeAndre Hunter is someone I'm looking at. What's his little thing say? His knee. Go through full price without any restrictions. It looks like he'll be fine. I like the look of DeAndre Hunter. Bit of an upside play, but solid production there. I do need to get some point scorers. Reggie Jackson is someone I'm looking at. Solid production. Should be the starting guard. That's someone I'm looking at. TJ McConnell would be an interesting one. Again, doesn't help my my points, but the assists are strong. The steals are strong. It might force me into a punt threes build, which I, I guess, look, in all likeliness, I'm probably there already. I probably am there already. Um, who else do we like? Not a whole lot. Chuma Akiki, what's going on with him? Akiki has been limited in camp, recovers from the hip injury. He should be fine. I'll put him on the queue. He could be, he could be solid. 
Mm. Dylan Brooksy Brooks? No. no. I'm not a big Dylan Brooks fan. DeAnthony Melton? It's a bit more risky. I would normally take him at this point in the draft in a normal 12-teamer. But there's a bit too much downside at this point. I think I like some of the other guys in my list a little better. Who else have we got? A few picks here. So I'm going to get someone from my queue here. Reggie Jackson. Uh, I did want Reggie Jackson to make his way through. Matisse Leibel's a good selection for those steals and blocks. DeAndre Hunter looks like he's a solid pick at this point. Now, do I need to look for more, some more assists? That's the question. Oh, shit. DeAndre Hunter got selected. How competitive am I going to be in, in points? Do I really just lock down the assists and steals? I'm not going to get many big point scorers at this point in the draft. With a few injuries in Indiana, I think TJ McConnell's minutes are pretty safe. Hmm, Larry Nance. Let's go with TJ McConnell. Yep, let's go with TJ. I, I, I'm look, look, I'm probably going into a massive punt build here in threes, free throw percentage, turnovers, and probably points as well. But I'm looking after my rebounds. I'm looking after my assists. I'm looking after my steals and blocks. Um, field goal percentage is... Really strong. So it's nearly a four-category punt with points being my, you know, fourth category that I'm I'm not completely punting, but I'm not looking after it very well. And at this point in the draft, it's very hard to come back in points. Um, so it might be the fact that I just give that category away and just focus on assists, rebounds, steals, blocks, and field goal percentage, which is fine. Look, you've got you've to go strong on these kind of leagues. Let's have a look again. Assists, I'm at the top of the standings. I'm very close to the top with steals. My blocks, I'm fourth based on Yahoo's projections. Rebounds, I'm fourth. Field goal percentage, I'm second. So very strong in those five categories. I'm down. My points are getting down there. My threes, very near the bottom. Although I'm beating Josh Lloyd, so take that, Josh. Free throw percentage, dead last. Turnovers, where am I in turnovers? Dead last. So, obviously, Roto, (laughs) this would be a horrible team. But in a head-to-head league, I only need to win five categories to win. And I'm very strong in five categories. Very strong in five categories. So my assists are there, my steals, and my field goal percentage. My assists and field goal percentage is very strong. Keep in mind these are these are the Yahoo rankings, so I disagree with a few of them. You know, we'll see we'll see how how closely, but I do I do think it does mirror my team uh, fairly well. Okiki at one thirty four, that's pretty good. Justin Holiday one thirty two with a few of those injuries, that's fine. Will Barton at one thirty is probably a good pick. Yep. Larry Nance, 131, very happy with at this point. Again, though, we're still looking for solid production. We don't necessarily want flyers with a lot of downside. I think that I've achieved that so far because Noellen's, uh, sorry, Nerland's Noel, I should say, get his name right, even in limited minutes, he's going to be a very productive player, especially in my build. 
So I don't think he's a downside player. I think he's a solid player with a lot of upside. TJ McConnell's he's he's a very solid player in my build as well. Not a whole lot of downside. He should get his 25 minutes a night and be able to produce in that time. Mm. Do I... Who did Josh Lloyd pick? Nicholas Batum, 138. Boring pick, but it's a good pick. He's going to get minutes. You know, the Clippers, they're without Kawhi Leonard. So I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's very fine at this point in the draft. Who are we looking at? Is there any... Is there any who does Yahoo think is going to score the most amount of points left? TJ Warren has got that injury. Tyler Hero. Kyle Anthony might be someone I consider. To give me those assists, I can weather a bit of his field goal percentage. My field goal percentage is looking pretty strong. Who else would I consider here? Lou Dort might be someone I consider. Again, solid, very good production in minutes. Dylan Brooks goes off the board to Adam King. Again, someone who you can rely on. You're looking for players you can rely on at this point in the draft in a 20-team league. You're not looking for those upside plays too much. Killian Hayes. Could I withstand his field goal percentage and get some more assists and steals? Jalen Brunson is someone I'll be looking at. He should be getting solid minutes. Lonnie Walker should be getting lots of minutes in San Antonio this year. Who else am I looking at? Sengun. What's, what's, what's Yahoo saying with Sengun? Stands out in Rockets scrimmage. Yeah, he does. Rockets state that Sengun was a standout player and outplayed fellow rookie Jalen Green. That's some high praise for the big man. Yes, it is. Comparisons to Nikola Jokic. Geez, the hype's getting far, but I like it. I like it. They're saying that Tyus is going to be the starter, but I don't know how long that's going to last. And Ricky Rubio going to Adam King. Yeah, very solid picks here. I think get those assists. There's our guy, Poku, going off at 142. Bees dick, getting some some good good selections here, Monty Morris. Everyone's making some good selections here. Like these everyone's they, they know that this is a 20 team league, so there's lots of lots of safe picks here. Lots of nice solid picks. Killian Hayes goes to Josh. I could have predicted that. Let's have a look at Josh's team. I'm sure a lot of you guys do follow Josh Lloyd's YouTube channel or podcast, so let's let's have a look at how he's going. Derek White, Jalen Green, yep, he's rounded out his Roster very nicely after getting those big guys early with a few solid guards late. Josh Giddy, Killian Hayes. So getting a lot of those assists late. So he's trying to be competitive there. Nicholas Batum can get some out-of-position assists. Solid production across the board. His points are probably pretty poor, actually. So I think I've got him in points. Uh, well, he's got one more player than me. So he's just ahead of me. So... My points are pretty trash, however. Very strong in field goal percentage. So I can afford to take a poor field goal percentage guy if it if it helps me out. So I've highlighted a few guys in Lou Dort and Cole Anthony here. I think I think there or Jalen Brunson are guys that I'm looking at. Tyler Hero. Do I want some Tyler Hero? I'll put him on the I'll put him on the list. Isaiah Roby is a good selection here. Should be should be their starting center, I think. I'm not a big Derek Favors fan. I don't think he's gonna get fed minutes like they gave Al Horford. So I think Roby's going to basically be the starter from the start of the season and um, just keep that job the whole way. I think, you know, without Moses Brown there now, he's he's got a much clearer path to minutes. So um, you obviously got Brown and Horford gone, replaced by Derek Favors. I think that's a net gain in minutes for Roby. So I think, he again, he should be better than he was last year and should should be that top 120-ish kind of player. 
So 148, that's good value. That is very good value. Dennis Schroeder, 149. Interesting to see how he goes in Boston. I don't necessarily love it, but at this point, I think it's fine. Should give you some good solid points, which can be hard to come by at this point. Marcus Morris should be someone who's solid at this point in the draft. Nothing sexy, but we're not looking for sexy. We're not looking for sexy. All right, three picks until me. I'm looking at Cole Anthony, Lou Dort, Marcus Morris, Jalen Brunson. I think Cole Anthony is someone that I'm very interested in. I think he should still get a lot of run. Marco Fultz should be still out for a little while. Even when Marco Fultz comes back, it should be like a three kind of guard rotation there. He's going to give me some good assists, which are very hard. To, it's going to be very hard to find assists later in the draft. Very, very hard. And it's one of those categories. Where am I? Yahoo says I'm fourth at the moment behind. Oh, I've got to be Adam King in assists. So I think Cole Anthony is the guy. Or is it Jalen Brunson? Brunson's role... Hmm. Maybe it's Brunson. He was very good last year in Dallas. Huh. I'm having a a second... Oh, flip a coin, Mitch. Come on. Let's go, Cole Anthony. Maybe I can handcuff him with Fultz later. Let's... Yeah. Cole Anthony. Got to get those assists. Got to get some of those assists. See how we go. I'm pretty light on forwards. Although, LeBron James should be a forward. Probably need... It's not panic stations yet, but... uh, Actually, yeah. So the only... I've got a Gardner forward left that I I probably need. In terms of positions to get on my starting, starting lineup. We'll see how we go. We're at pick 157, 48 minutes into the mock here. So thank you for sticking with us, guys. I'm hoping you're enjoying all this new content. Uh, But you haven't checked out already. We've got heaps of fantasy content on the YouTube channel, on the podcast um, uh, apps, wherever you get Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is. They should all be there. So check them out. We've got punt guides. We just did a... Uh, who to pair with your first pick, which is something that I think is very important to consider, especially if you know where you're selecting beforehand. Um, we've also done a bit of an injury update, although some of that information has changed with Andrew Wiggins' news today, so keep that in mind, although most of it still is relevant. If you want our thoughts on Kyrie Irving, where to select him, it's in that video. I'm pretty scared of him, to be honest. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how we go. Things are going to change close to the season. Tyler Hero at 158. I think that's awesome. My guy, Nicholas Claxton, selected my Mr. Black at 159. Look, it's getting... Yeah. Again, I would have selected Nicholas Claxton earlier if it was a normal 12-team um, draft, but the downside is lower. You've got a lot of those guys. Oh, Sengun going at 161. It's good, but again, he's an upside pick and we're still filling out our starting rosters. So, whilst he could comfortably beat that second half of the year, yeah, look, I don't mind it. I'm a big Sengun fan. I would happily take him earlier than this N12 team league. It's the 20-teamer that's that's got me thinking that you need to have a bit more safety on your side beforehand before we start making those kind of selections. So, that's just my thoughts there. You'll notice I've got no rookies on my team. I've got one second-year player in Cole Anthony, but 
on Orlando, he should be pretty safe in terms of minutes with a few injuries surrounding him. Cam Reddish at 162, that's fine. Lou Dort still on the, on the board. So I was considering him in the last one. And Brunson. Hopefully one of these guys make it back to me because if I was considering them last time, that would be nice to see them come back to me. Very nice indeed. What's going on with Goran Dragic? He's selling the Raptors. Hmm. I think he's definitely behind some of those other guys. Derek Rose is someone I'm considering here. Actually, Rose would be a good selection if I want to salvage some late points. I could get a Derek Rose. Definitely someone who I would consider. Should give me some solid points and assists. Which is all you can really hope for at this point of the draft. What else have we got? There goes Lou Dort. Josh Richardson. Someone I'll consider. Hmm. Starts to get pretty dicey. Campaign. Don't mind that. If Chris Paul ever misses some times, Cameron Payne's going to be someone you want to pick up. And my guy is here in Jalen Brunson. Do I go Derek Jalen Brunson or Derek Rose? Kemba's now in, in New York. So Derek Rose is definitely... It's probably a bit murkier. Jalen Brunson was really good in stretches last season. Very solid points and assists. Hmm. Who do I go? Rose or Brunson? I'm going to go Brunson. I think... I think he's just a bit safer. And the body. Derek Rose in terms of injuries. Might regret that, but that's okay. Jalen Brunson at 168. That, that's fine. That's fine. Let's see how my points are doing. Middle of the pack. Look, middle of the pack is okay. If I'm very strong in a lot of other categories, steals, assists, field goal percentage is still very elite. Rebounds have dropped down. I've selected a few guards in a row, so as soon as I select another big man, that will get back up. I probably do need to forward with my next selection. Marcus Morris is someone who I'm eyeing off, but he might not be there by the time I come around. Marvin Bagley. Don't love him, but at this point, you gotta you got to have a look. Maxi Kleber could be someone that I look at. Who else have we got? Ken Birch. He is definitely someone I'm looking at. Very boring, but very solid. Daniel Tice is someone who I'm looking at. Get Marco Fultz for later. Hmm. And then it starts to... Franz Wagner might be someone I consider. Huh. Just just loading up my queue. See who comes back to me, and then it's oh, then it's all gross. Okay, we'll see how we go. Faku Kumpazzo at 170. Yeah, very solid. If he gets a lot of minutes, he'll beat that for sure. Steven Adams at 171. Look, that's pretty solid for Steven Adams. I'm not a big Steven Adams fan. Could he get shut down towards the end of the season? I think there's a possibility. I do think so. I wouldn't be selecting him in normal drafts. Let's put it that way. But at this point, in a 20-teamer, I think that's fine. Because early in the season, he's going to be, I would expect, to be a starter. Maybe a starter and 24 minutes, but he'll be a starter. Jay Crowder at 173. Daniel Tice. Look, still, still going with these boring picks, but I think that is fine at this point. 
Derek Rose still there. Kevin Love at 175. I don't know what to think about Kevin Love. What what is does anyone let us know in the comments what what the hell you think is happening with Kevin Love? Is he is he playing this year? Does he want to play? It wouldn't surprise me if he just straight up retires. I don't know. I just I'm not not feeling the love for Kevin Love. <laughs> Terrible joke, but but it was there. All right, what have we got? Joe Harris, 176. That's fine. You're looking for your threes. A few injured guys still there in Clay Thompson. Doesn't, doesn't fit my team at all, really, although the points might be nice. No, not, not for my team. Someone else's team can take him. Moses Brown at 177. Moses Brown's not going to be doing much this season, I don't think. I think he's like the third or fourth string center. You've got Dwight Powell. You've got... Maxi Kleber, you've got Chris Alps-Plazingas who's going to play, and Josh Lloyd takes Derek Rose. Fuck you, uh, Josh. I shouldn't say that. We love you, Josh, but but yes, fuck you. He was someone I was considering instead of uh, Jalen Brunson, and I think, I don't know, let, let, let me know, guys. Who, who do you think? Should I select Derek Rose or Jalen Brunson? I was, I was slipping a coin at that point. They're both probably off the bench. I don't know whose minutes are safer. Brunson, go back and look at Brunson's stats. I think majority of you might say Derek Rose because Derek Rose is probably the bigger name. However, go back and look at Derek Brunson, sorry, uh, Jalen Brunson. Derek Brunson, Jalen Rose. That's a different player. I'm getting a bit delirious now at the end of this draft. No one to speak to. I'm speaking by myself for all this time. So thank you for sticking with me if you have. Uh, and again, give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Let us know when your draft is coming up. Let us know who you're hoping to select with your number one pick. What punt strategies you're hoping to get into. There goes TJ Warren from Adam King at 181. Very interesting. I think that's probably about the time. I think that was his first player on his bench, I believe, because he's starting this next round. So I think that's fine. I think I've got... Who have we got? Yeah, we've got... I oh, know one more player left to fill out our starting roster spots. So maybe a round early, although his value here is pretty good. It's tough at this point. At this point of the draft, there's no horrible picks. But players like you know, if I go back to that Moses Brown thing, players like Moses Brown, the downside, the downside's much lower. It it, it there's a low floor and the ceiling. Yeah, it's high, but. I just don't think he's going to get there. So I think at this point of the draft, you're still going to be, you know, taking players that that you know are going to be there. You know are going to be playing minutes. I still think that that, at this point, minutes is the biggest stat for a 20-teamer. You want players who are playing big minutes and can, you know, ideally produce in those big minutes. I think, uh, I think Ken Birch is at the top of my queue here. Should be starting in Toronto. It's pretty boring, but like I said, it's what you want. What you want at this point. I think um, Pascal Siakam's out early. They don't want to play Boucher at center. So I think Ken Birch is going to be their starting center. And if I can get a starting center at pick 193, I think that's fine. I think that's very fine. Marvin Bagley is someone who I'm also looking at. I do need their points. So I actually don't mind Marvin Bagley at that point. Ah, shit. There goes Ken Birch. Good selection. Good selection there, David Kahn at 186. I like it. All right. 
I'm not a big Marvin Bagley fan, but I think he's coming up to me. I, I think I'm slowly pulling back with those points. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm not completely punting it. I've completely punted threes. I've completely punted free throw percentage, turnovers. Those are my three absolute punts. I've half punted points. I probably need to get some rebounds. I've been neglecting them the last few few rounds. So I think I think that we can do that. I think we can get some rebounds from Marvin Bagley if he makes it to me. Let's see how we go. Yeah, Ken Birch would have been nice there. Is Rui gone? Yeah, he probably went way earlier. Hard to keep up with some of these selections here. What's Serge doing these days? I don't know what's going on with Serge and his injuries. What the hell has gone on with his back? It was one of the weirdest injuries last year. I don't really know what to think there. Hmm. It's coming up to me now. I think Marvin Bagley's the selection here, although I hate it. Who else have I missed out on? Have I missed someone? Hmm. Who else have I got here? Cameron Johnson? I probably need more rebounds. Who am I looking at here? Otto Porter goes before me, so... My lord and saviour, Marvin Bagley, is still there. It just feels yuck. But, it's pick 193. I don't know what wouldn't feel yuck at this point. Um, no, I don't want him. Yeah, look, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Marvin Bagley. He should still be the starter. He should still be the starter. So... Maybe Lonnie Walker was the guy there, but I, I needed those rebounds again. My rebounds were slipping a little bit. The rebounds were slipping. So I've got to, I've got to look after them. I've got to keep those rebounds nice and solid. It's one of my big categories. Who does Yahoo reckons get more rebounds now? Yeah, a couple of guys I've highlighted here. Maybe James Wiseman, someone that I start to start to queue up a little bit. So we should. Yeah, this is so. These are my starting. This is my starting team. It's it's messed it up because LeBron James is sitting in my shooting guard, but he should be at small forward, and then Jalen Brunson should be at at shooting guard. So I've got, I filled out all of my positions, which is good. I've got a solid starting ten, and now I'm looking at my four bench players. So this is when we can start to get a bit more upside. Happy, we can start to look at a few guys where they might not be the safest pick and obviously a pick you know outside, we're outside the top 200 now so we're taking swings so this is where i'm very happy to take maybe an injured player who could be a top 100 guy Fultz and Wiseman are the two guys i'm looking at maybe a Thomas Bryant they're the guys i'm looking at maybe i can let them go another round i probably think i can let them go another round Xavier Tillman. I like Tillman. 
I do like me some Tillman. I think there's an outside chance that he's starting by the end of the year. And they go with a Tillman, Jaron Jackson Jr. starting front court. Um, yes, Rohan, 20 teamers are tough. It's hard to get a sense of how you are at this point of the draft. Terrence Mann is a great selection at 199. I uh, do like that a lot. Do like that a lot. Here we got Mayo Clinic back-to-back picks. So we're about to start round 11 here. So this is where the bench players start to come in. And Ferris has said, yep, this is where the fun begins. This is where the fun begins because we're taking flyers. This is where upside starts to come into it. Now, I'm recording my screen here, so I don't have my list of rankings and things up in front of me, but I know that there are a lot of guys in like the 600s in Yahoo where all the rookies and stuff are. So let me just scan through those guys real quick. See if there's someone that I want to highlight. Jeremiah Robertson Earl could get some minutes on the Thunder this year. Kai Jones. I'm not necessarily picking these guys here, but I just want to be selecting, and just reminding myself that these guys are here. Scotty Barnes? Damn. Maybe he's a selection that I go with. Garuba? Yep, so a few guys there. Let's have a look, Zaya Williams. No, probably not. Did I miss someone? Trey Murphy? Nah, probably not for my team. Here's another player that I want to look at. Paul Reed. Maybe not this round. Maybe next round. But he is an upside player if I've ever seen one. Per minute beast. All right, so it's getting close to me. Lonnie Walker's still on the board. I think I think if he's there, I'll have to take him because he he should be he should be right in there with the starting lineup. He should be right in there. Top ranked players. Yeah, look. There's a reason we're skipping over those guys. Enos Cantor. He's not gonna be an every night guy on at Boston. Kendrick Nunn's an interesting one. What the hell are the Lakers going to do with that rotation? What are they going to do? Emmanuel quickly. Oh, and it's come around to me really quickly. Look, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be Lonnie Walker at two hundred and eight. He should smash that. Now I don't care about threes, which is one of his things, but he's going to give me good points. Who else have I got here? Scotty Barnes, or is it too early? Ah, Scotty Barnes. No, let's go with Scotty Barnes. Upside. First rookie. First rookie that I've selected, Scotty Barnes. He should be good early in the season, and they're saying he's looking good. I like him. I think he's a really good player. I think, whilst I wouldn't have selected him at pick four, he was definitely my pick five in the draft. And in my build, he fits perfectly. Steals, assists, rebounds are not as good as you would think but on a team that doesn't have many centers, could be up there. Blocks, eh. Upside. Upside pick at this point. 
Kira Lewis Jr. goes. There goes Kawhi Leonard at 211. It's fine. Don't think he plays really this season, to be honest. There was a report saying he's ahead of schedule, but how much can you really take out of that? Of course he's ahead of schedule. He's Kawhi Leonard. What are you going to say? The Clippers, no, he's not playing. Don't get your hopes up, guys. He's not playing. KJ Martin Jr. is a good selection there. I do like him as an upside swing. Devin Vassell, again, another upside swing. I like the selection. A couple of good picks in a row here. Who else have we got? A lot of boring players. Now we want to start to look at some fun guys. So I'm skipping over a few of these boring guys now. Let's have a look. Precious Achua. I don't know if he's in the rotation, Precious. He's not someone who I particularly think is a very good player. However, Toronto doesn't have much depth at that position, so maybe he does get in there. Jackson Hayes is someone I want to highlight. Derek Jones Jr. could be in the starting lineup for Chicago, although his permanent production is pretty shit. Hmm. Who else do I want? Goga, is this the year? No, he's still out of his... Uh... Oh, he's in the best shape of his life. Oh, I love these reports. Best shape of his life, Goga Padatse. I thought he was away on personal reasons. Um... Maybe he's someone we consider. Why not? He's a good permanent producer. Jackson Hayes, Kaminga, Fultz. Shit, I did want Fultz. I did like that handcuff of him and... Who do I want? Cole Anthony. I don't normally handcuff players. It's not, a, it's not as big of a thing in fantasy basketball as it is in fantasy footy. But... There are some instances like a Nerlens Noel and a Mitch Robinson. And I also like the handcuffing of Fultz and Cole Anthony, especially in a normal draft when you get them on your last two picks. It's fine. In a punt free throw percentage build or a punt threes build, it's something that you can definitely do. Let's have a look at... uh, Adam King's team. He does have a center. So he's got he's actually got two centers on his team. We know he loves to go with the centerless draft, but he's got a couple on there already. So I don't think he's going to be selecting anymore. He probably just keep going on with his guards and forwards. He probably needs a forward here. Who are you selecting here? Adam King. Chris Duarte, shooting guard. Is he is he forward eligible? Or is he only shooting guard? He's only shooting guard on Yahoo at the moment. That's interesting. I think he should be. He should gain small forward eligibility. I think there's there's a good upside pick with a few of the injuries over in Indiana. I'm not the biggest Duarte fan, to be honest, though. I don't necessarily believe in his talent, but the opportunity is there. They drafted him because they think he's ready to contribute straight away. So they better be uh, better be giving him those opportunities. Otherwise, why would you draft a 40 year old? Paul Millsap. Don't know if I can get around that. I don't know. I think he's behind Mark Aldridge. I think he's behind Blake Griffin. Is he behind Claxton as well? Is he going to play? I don't know if I love Paul Millsap as a selection there. Don't necessarily think he is... I think there's better players on the board, personally. I would have taken a 
at this point, a James Wiseman, a Garuba, Goga, all ahead of him. Just for some upside. There's no upside in Paul Millsap. None. At all. Although he did take, he did take TJ Warren earlier, so he probably couldn't afford too much more upside. He still needed to fill out that injured spot there. So that's, that's fair enough, I guess. Who did Josh take? Jackson Hayes. He was the Jackson Hayes selector, and he's back up on the, on the clock. Oh, the DeLon, DeLon Wright at Atlanta now. Value's obviously taken a huge hit. He needs an injury to get in there. But if he does get an injury, he could he could put up some points and steals and assists. So, look, we're at pick 223. Theo Maladon. Uh, I like it. Good assists. Field goal percentage sucks. Steals-ish, kind of there. Threes-ish. It's the assist. It's the assist. But I think with Giddy there, he's going to take a big... He's going to take a step back. And he wasn't that valuable last year. The field goal percentage is just a bloody... It's 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 bad, guys. It's really bad. It could be better. It was his rookie season, obviously. But I'm not expecting big things. Alec Burks at 225. Come on, people. Let's get this draft moving. Let's get this draft moving. Tyus Jones. Fine. He could be out of the rotation this year. I, I would love to see De'Anthony Melton getting all the backup point guard minutes and just get Jones out of the lineup. That's what I want to see this year from Memphis. I want to see De'Anthony Melton getting some minutes because he's a good player, De'Anthony Melton. Grayson Allen at 228 from Milwaukee. Sure, he'll get you some threes. Still lots of threes on the board. You've got, you've got a lot of guys here. Wayne Ellington who could bomb it down from threes quickly. Daniel House could be someone in there starting. Patty Mills, Eric Gordon, all these guys are going to give you lots of threes. So that's why I always say that threes are the easiest thing to get in the waiver wire. You'd, you'd be starting to get them now if you wanted them. Obviously, I don't care, but if you were at this point in the draft. Jamal Murray at 2.30. And Lonnie Walker is going to come back to me at pick 2.33. Why are we all scared of Lonnie Walker? Well, you know what? Doesn't suit my team that well, but he gives me points. I think if I take Walker here, I just fill up with the bigs in my last two rounds. Yep. Just going to take Lonnie Walker at 233. He's going to get minutes. I don't think he's a great player, but at 233, he should be getting minutes with, with DeMar DeRozan out of San Antonio. Very confused that he's dropped this far. Don't love it. I don't think he fits my team very well, but at 233, I'll take it. I will take it. If you've made it through this far into the draft with just me talking, congratulations. Thank you very much for listening to my my Aussie accent for this whole time, talking to myself. Uh, I know we're all missing Cal and Mac. This is why in our podcast, we we didn't want to do a a one-person style. We like having the conversations, but... I wanted to I wanted to get this 20 teamer out to you guys and I thought this would be a good good indication of what would happen in a 20 team league with a few good fantasy fantasy managers in the draft Josh Lloyd, Adam King, shout out to you guys. Go and subscribe to Josh Lloyd's channel as well. Obviously a lot of you guys would know him already. He uh, locked on fantasy basketball and Adam King, check his stuff out on Twitter. He's always dropping a lot of good knowledge over on Twitter there. Uh, so check him out. I think it's Adam King ninety one, if I remember. So check him out on Twitter. There, he's he's a good good follow on Twitter as well. 
And while you're at it, uh, follow the Ball Boys at Ball Boys NBA on Twitter as well. Trying to drop as lot of knowledge as I can. Look, if it's early in the morning, you know, Australian time, sometimes I'll miss a few of those those earlier news drops, but as soon as I wake up, I'll try to get them out there for you guys. But I'll get those late ones out to you, that's for sure. All right, next pick at 248. We've got two selections left, 248 and 273. So this is a 280 players selected in a 20-team league. This league, we've got four bench players, so slightly deeper than the um, standard. Yahoo, which is, I think, three bench players, which I think is good. I think the 14 teams, you finish with the first, the player who picked first last, which I think is the fairest way to do it. James Wiseman at 239. I think that's a great selection. Fuck it. Why not? He's got upside. He's injured at the start of the season, which sucks. He would be late round. Oh, O'Shea Brissett. I like that at pick 42. Oh, sorry, 242. I do like that. He's a bit of an underrated player that goes through the cracks a little bit. So I don't mind that at all. Who am I starting to think about here? I'm looking at pure upside here. So Goga, Paul Reed, Garuba, all guys that I'm considering. Let's have a look down the list here. Looking for just pure upside. If they hit, they hit. If not, I could just grab someone else off the waiver wire. Although the waiver wire in a 20-team league does not excite me. However, it's all relative. It is all relative. Tony Bradley in Chicago? No. Hassan Whiteside? Yeah, don't hate it. If he gets minutes. Who else am I looking at here? Jalen Noel? Isaiah Hartenstein? Hmm. No. I think there's better options. Aaron Neesmith, I like the Celtics. Doesn't fit what I want at all, but I like him as a potential upside guy at this point. Tristan Thompson, I think we just got to go pure upside here. We're at the fuck it stage of the draft. And, um, yeah, there's no one else here that I like. So... Goga, get on my team. Goga Badatse. Big blocks, big rebounds if he gets on, field goal percentage. Obviously, minutes is an issue, but he got some minutes last year. He did. He did get some minutes. New coach. We'll see. Had a few good runs of injuries for Turner and, and Sabonis. They could be in and out. If, if Goga gets minutes, he's putting up stats. If he ever becomes a starter, look out. Although we have been waiting for that. It hasn't happened yet. They've also just brought in Isaiah Jackson. Maybe he's someone I can consider for my last pick. Isaiah Jackson. That's definitely someone. The rookie. I like I like him. Some good upside there. I'm probably getting rid of... Yeah, I think I like that as a cue. What are some other rookies that I'm thinking at? Davion Mitchell went at 249. I think that's fine. You know I hate Davion Mitchell as a player and as a selection in the draft. However, at 249, that's fine. Assists and steals, he can get you those. He probably is going to get minutes, I would I would assume. But I think he, he's not going to be a starter or anything like that. Wouldn't be drafting him in standard leagues, personally. 
All right. Kevin Looney should be the starter for Golden State if I'm really desperate. No upside, though, which is not really what I want. Cody Zeller, Portland. You're hoping for a Nurkic injury. Even then, it's not that exciting. Hmm. Willie Cauley-Stein at 254. Dallas. Oh, yeah. See, I forgot about Willie Cauley-Stein as well when I was talking about Moses Brown. It's just so crowded over there. I'm not I'm not in on the Moses Brown excitement. I was at OKC. I was all about it last year. You would, If you were a long-time listener, I was, I was big on him. But it's a different situation. Different team, different goals. They're trying to win in Dallas. They, they weren't trying to win in, in OKC. They were trying to just see what they had. Different story in, in Dallas. Carmelo, boring, no upside there. You gotta, uh, you gotta be taking swings at this point in the draft here, guys. Uh, in my opinion, you're at freaking two hundred and fifty. You just, just take a swing. If it works out, it works out, and you make a hundred spots of value, a bit of a jump, more even. You're not taking Carmelo Anthony. He's not jumping up a hundred spots. Don't. I wouldn't be bothering with those kind of players if it's your last couple of picks here. Just take a swing. See how it all works out. Garuba. Robinson Earl. I like Garuba as a player. Um, Fantasy-wise, I probably like him a little bit less. Probably doesn't translate as well in terms of his... Level of ability. Who did Josh pick here? Josh went Tony Bradley. Yep. Yep. Solid permit producer. Should be the backup center at Chicago. It's all right. I would have... Yeah. Oh, look. I suppose it's... You can't complain. Shake Milton at 260. I like it, Adam. I like it. We're all getting pretty excited about Tyrese Maxey, who I think you drafted at 101, so I think that's a good pairing. Let me... Am I incorrect in saying that? Did he select... Yes, he did select Tyrese Maxey. So to get him and Milton, I think, is a good handcuff. I think handcuffing is fine in a 20-team league, but not something you really have to worry too much about. Jared Vanderbilt. Don't mind it. He is an outside chance to take some minutes off McDaniels. I don't think he will, but if he does, he's, he's, a, good, he's a good producer. Pretty good producer. Hamadou Diallo, Detroit... Whatever. All right, let's go here, guys. We're getting close to the end of the draft here. So, again, if you've made it this way, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you drop the like on the video. Remember, we're aiming for 100 likes. If you guys can give me 100 likes on this video, that would be amazing. Uh, we've got a couple of 100 likes on, on a few videos, but not too many. So, I'm going to I'm gonna put that as a marker. Um, Ball Boys Army out there. Get to work. I would love to see it. If you have any questions, drop them down doesn't have to be about 20-team leagues. Uh, we've got a Roto draft coming up for all you guys who are sick of us. I had a comment that they're sick of us talking about punting. I apologize. We do talk about punting a lot. It's something we think is very valuable, but not everyone likes to do uh, punt strategies. So we've got a Roto draft coming up. Callum should be back for that one. So you'll be. I might let him do a bit more of the talking on that draft, but that should be coming out later in the week. And then... Then after that, we've only got a couple of weeks left for the season, so a few other videos. We might, maybe, I don't want to promise anything, but we maybe be doing a Q&A podcast in the future. Maybe. 
Listen out on Twitter, on the YouTube community page, on Instagram for a potential Q&A because that, that could be coming. Who do I go here? I've got a few picks coming up. I've got a few people in my queue here. All upside plays. We've got Isaiah Jackson. Could I pair him and get Goga with the handcuff? So at least if there is an injury, I get one of them in there. Maybe. Do I go with Paul Reed and hope that Joel Embiid... I, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say I'm hoping for an injury, but just in case there's an injury, Paul Reed could get in there. He's a permanent monster. I think I will. Fuck it. I think of all the players on this board, he is the highest upside. So I, I'm hoping he's going to make it towards me. I'm hoping he makes it towards me at pick 273. Paul Reed will be my selection if he makes it there. I think I like the idea of Isaiah Jackson being my second option. Probably Robertson Earl ahead of Garuba, just in terms of likelihood to get minutes. Those are going to be... I'm going to get one of those four guys. One of those three guys. Come on, Paul Reed. B-Ball Paul, if you've, if you've ever heard of him. Yeah. Give me, give me B-Ball Paul. Reed. Upside. That's all I'm after at this point. Upside. Pick. Steals. Blocks. Rebounds. Good field goal percentage. Points. Let's see how my team worked out here. So we've got, yep, high in rebounds, high in assists, leading the league in assists according to Yahoo. Steals are towards the top, although they did slip a little bit here. Wasn't paying too much attention. Blocks are up the top there. Field goal percentage, close to 50%, which is very strong. My points, yeah, they're towards the bottom, which is not the best. My threes are right down the bottom. Um, Turnovers, right at the bottom. Free throw percentage, right at the bottom. So, Heavy punch strategy. Let's have a look at the total here. It's got me at 11th here. Although, I don't necessarily think that that... It's got Josh at at, at the last pick. That's more based on a roto sort of standings here. So, I'll give you guys a a final look at my team here. Let's see how we go. So, this is a final look at my team here. Started with Luca, Paired it with LeBron early. I think that's an awesome pairing. I got LeBron, so I think in the 30s there. So, very happy with that one. Ben Simmons, I think, was my value pick of the draft. Very happy to get him in the 70s, and I'm very comfortable drafting at this point. I don't think he's going to miss huge chunks of the season. Um, Look, if it gets close to the season and he's still not there, maybe you drop him down on the board. But in my board, he's top 40, especially in a punt free throw percentage build. So to get 30 spots of value in my build, that's amazing value. So very happy to go there. Nurkic and Brooke Lopez. The Brooke Lopez pick wasn't my favorite. I don't love Brooke Lopez this year, but you saw towards those middle rounds, those early middle rounds, that big man run gets real crazy. And if you are a 12-teamer or a more standard league, um, that is going to be something that you do need to take into account, that those bigs go very quickly and the reliable bigs, they drop off fairly fast uh, in those you know 60-plus. Outside of the top 75, it's pretty hard to find a reliable, uh, reliable big man who's going to get you good minutes. So I, I don't mind getting Brook Lopez there. I needed the blocks. I did need the blocks there. Um, and then filled it out with a few boring picks in, in Bagley, McConnell, Cole Anthony, Brunson, but neither those guys in those deep leagues. And then the fun started with Goga Badatse, Paul Reed, Scotty Barnes, Lonnie Walker, all those sort of guys there at the end of the draft. So 
That'll just about do it here, guys. The last pick by Mayo Clinic. Who's he going? Onyeka Kongru. There you go. Good pick. I like I like Onyeka, although he is out for most of the season, I think, with the injury. So let us know what you think, guys. That will that will wrap it up here. We'll, we're going to cut it short. Check out Josh Lloyd's uh, video on this same draft as well, if you haven't already. If you're coming over from Josh Lloyd, thank you for, uh, for listening and thank you for liking the video, subscribing. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. We will be doing lots of videos when the season starts. If you're listening along on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you give it a five-star rating over there. If you normally listen on YouTube, head over to the uh, Apple Podcast thing and give it a five-star rating. That would be awesome. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Laters. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.